All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt and, and Jake here. And we wanted to um, start a new series called Talking Torah. Talking Torah with Sabbath Lounge. And so here we are. And we're going to start at the beginning of this, and we're going to start with in the beginning. Yeah, so this is uh, basically going through the Torah portions and trying to, you know, give our, a little, some notes on it and uh, our little takeaways, short and sweet. Um, and so in the beginning is Bereshit. Yep. And uh, so we're going to take a look at that. And by, and by no means are we saying we're the experts and we know everything here. We, we have lots they of questions. They know that, Matt. They yes. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, and some of you may really like our globe. Um, it's really a circle, if you will, the circle of the earth. Well, so. and I think we've lost half our viewers <laughs> just by having this. <laughs> but, uh, but I thought it looked cool, so I went with it. So... Who doesn't like a good giphy? Right. Yes. I don't even know what that is. No. I'm sure. Uh, or is it jiff? That's peanut butter. Yes. So who knows? Um, There's no so, right answer. Yes. So here we are in the beginning. Do and, what you feel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm. Really? So in the beginning. And so right at the very beginning, we see this as a Hebrew wedding model. And the father prepared a place for his bride. And in a way, you could say that's Adam under the sukkah or the booth of the firmament. And then after Yahuwah built a place for his bride, then Adam had a place prepared for his bride in his father's house. So he had a job, he was under the father's authority, and he prepared a place for his bride to be. Right. And then uh, he gave them all the food to eat. Mm-hmm. So it was like a like a meal kind of gave them everything, if you will, mm-hmm. because that's part of the oh the wedding yes they model, have right? a, a, a meal together. That's yeah. right. Hadn't thought about that. That's good. So that's something that you see right off the bat, and something that uh, you know to be looking for is the the wedding model. And then we come across day six, and this had a lively discussion. And so um, Jake and I don't maybe see the same viewpoint, and we wanted you to hear what we both think. But in Genesis 1.26 and 2.15, you see some human creations. Uh, You know, you see what could appear to be two human accounts, you know, a creation of humans. And, uh, And you have this weird question of what do you do with incest. And so it is my opinion that you have a group of people made outside the garden in Genesis 1.26, and then later Adam and Eve were made, and they were supposed to be the priest to go out and tell these other people outside the garden how awesome Yahuwah was. They were to be his royal priesthood and go out and do that. And it, to me, it solves the incest problem. Um, but Jake doesn't necessarily see it that way or is in the process of trying to figure it out, and so explain what yeah. you think. So I think... Uh... So my, traditionally, my thought process has been, well, on, in chapter one, he's talking about um, he created man, and then, uh, and then in chapter two, he's kind of going back because he's showing how um, while there was no rain on the earth yet and not, no one to till the garden, so he created Adam. Uh, so it, to me, it, it kind of words as a way of... Uh, coming back and showing day six in a more uh, uh, detailed manner. And I think that kind of plays out in Scripture several places. It does. But, uh, I'll give you that. But 
But true, you do have to get past the incest situation because I come from a position where uh, my understanding is that Torah always was from the beginning. And so uh, we know in Torah that uh, for brother and sister to marry is is an abomination. So it's an abomination. Yeah. Oh, we need we need his voice. Yes, <laughs> we do. But but um, we need to record that. Mm-hmm. But um, so then that comes to a contradiction to me because uh, Yahweh Malachi says, three six. Well, he says, "Woe to those who call good evil and mm. evil good." And if he's calling it evil at some point then how can he be calling it good at some point also so there's that to juggle um so i think the incest thing is very difficult to get around and i don't know if you can now the the cain uh situation where cain is fearing for his life when he goes out into the cities that i can i can justify in my mind as family they lived 900 years they could have had so many children to make a city how big was a city um Mm -hmm. you know cain's family knowing that he killed his brother would want to avenge that so he would fear for his life there so that would make sense to me but also you know either side of that makes sense to me that while these people outside uh the garden would be wanting to wanting to kill Cain. Yeah. So that's kind of the differences, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I've always thought even, you know, to elaborate just a little bit more that it's even possible that the gestation period of humans was different and how they how quickly they could have babies and how many they could have. I mean, there are things like that we don't really know. Well, we and assume... how long they could keep having babies. Yes. Yes. So we make a lot of assumptions when we look at this about how we are today, and it could have been different then. Yeah, so a just, lot of things happen between this period and yeah. in the story and post-flood even and yeah. then into New Testament stuff. So. Yeah. So, but, you know, I challenge you to go look at this Day 6 concept. If you've never noticed that there could appear two creation accounts, you know, go look at it, think about it. You know, that's not a salvation issue. It's, it's something interesting to ponder. And uh, and I just challenge you to, to think about it and uh, research it a little bit. Oh, so, I do have a question, though. Okay. Um, and so is Adam and Eve, is that a an eighth-day creation? Or do you think this is all six-day stuff? Because I think the standard view on six-day people is that Adam and Eve was an eighth-day situation. Oh, I don't know. I haven't thought about it much. It makes sense to me that they would be six-day, but, I mean, I guess you could be eighth-day. Yeah. See, eighth-day doesn't make sense to me. I would would give credence to it as a six-day kind of dual creation situation. Yeah, do I believe he could do both on the same day? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's easy. I just know the standard yeah. view of six day is that there's an eighth day creation. Yeah, yeah. But I think all that was created was created in seven days. Another thing to think about this is if you look at the model, the model is do we believe that he just made, you know, do we believe he just made this garden and then this little garden spot populated its seed across the whole earth? Or do we believe he made lots of plants and trees and grass at the same time? So, I mean, that's a, that's another thing to consider. You know, it kind of makes sense if he made, you know, we don't believe he made one tree. 
And he's like, all right, tree, you got a lot of work here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, make lots of acorns. And then one day they'll well, be we, we could We could do that here. We have lots of acorns. <laughs> yes, yes, we probably could. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's that model. So it makes sense that he made lots of trees across the whole earth. And so it kind of makes sense to me. It makes another argument that would he have done mankind that way? Because he didn't do the animals that way. He didn't say, all right, you two elephants, get together. Yeah. Y'all make a whole tribe of elephant people. Right. Elephant. <laughs> well, I hope he didn't say that. <laughs> elephant creatures, kingdom following class, genus, species. You didn't know that. the Elephant Man was a documentary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, but that is, that's another little wrinkle yeah. uh, to put in here to think about. Yeah. So, anyway. Something to think about. And then also you see this, you know, is it possible, I kind of mentioned that there was this priest model from the very beginning that Adam and Eve were supposed to be uh, the father's priests to represent his kingdom to the world around them. Yeah, Adam anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think uh, the women right. were priests. But, right. right, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I get your point. And, and that's an interesting concept, um, and I I hadn't heard that until we started uh, fellowshipping together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's pretty interesting. Also, um I think it makes sense that, and we discussed this last night, that this is the start of a Melchizedek priesthood yeah. that we're going back to when Yeshua returned. When you know, when Yeshua in the uh, uh, second coming, yeah, when he puts the implements—that's the mm-hmm. word. When mm-hmm. he implements the the Mel- Melchizedek priesthood, it's the the priesthood that was originally. Mm-hmm. So that that makes sense to be hearkening back to Adam. Yeah, and Yeshua is often referenced as the second Adam. Right. So kind of makes sense. But, you know, check that out. And then immediately you see food is a deal. You know, the first rule in this place is all about food. And so why does it shock us that food is important? Yeah, you see food rules as the very beginning, and then you see... um, even jumping over to Acts, when this is all the Gentiles need, half of them are food laws. So, and yep. it, but so I don't think we can. I don't think it's consistent to say he doesn't care about the food that we eat because it's the very first rule: don't yeah. eat that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, as a parent, you know, your first rule seems like it's a pretty you know first rule for most parents is. No. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that seems like a pretty big deal in the life of a parent. That yeah. word right there, what that means. Right. And so it makes sense that uh, that this is too. Yep. And, uh, you know, the other thing that I kind of wondered is, is it possible this is Yeshua that's walking with man in the garden? You know, is he... Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's hard to, it's to, hard to know that. And, um, you know, there... There's so many instances of this person walked with Yahweh. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, with Moses seeing Yahweh from behind and then Abraham walking with Yahweh, Mm -hmm. Adam walking with Yahweh. Enoch. Enoch, right? And uh, so it's hard to, it's hard to know exactly what that looked like. Yeah. But just, just something to find out. But I think that's possible that any time it should, that... Yahweh shows up as a physical representation it it would make sense that it's in Yeshua form yeah 
And then I also found this. This is a, um, I have this book. I actually ha happen to have it handy. So I believe lots of people have seen this. I highly recommend this. This is the timeline of biblical history. And uh, it's good. And so I didn't realize. I think you can find this on, you can find this on Amazon right now for $29.99. No. Ooh, so, not a sponsor. Yes. Um, Although if they be. would like to. <laughs> uh, so anyway I have that book and it's amazing and it folds out it's like 12 feet long but I found out that it was actually made in the 1870s and I went to Wikipedia of all places and I found this there's nothing true on Wikipedia Matt uh, nothing true uh, this is, seems to be true, though. Yeah. Um, and so I was able to scan this great big picture and take little snippets in here, and I, it's public domain because it was made in, like, 1870. Mm -hmm. And so here's a great timeline. And so because when you read this stuff, sometimes you get in these timelines, and it's like, you first off, I don't know about you, um, but some of these words might be a tad bit hard to pronounce. The names, yeah. And I'm like... I feel kind of foolish when I start trying to say these words, especially in the Texan accent. You know, sometimes it sounds funny. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why we didn't just continue naming our kids like this. Yes. If we did, it would be so much easier. It would be easier than we'd know all these names. Yeah, then it would be hard to say Matt. Yes, it would. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, But this is a great timeline showing you... You know, um, you know, from the beginning, and I think the people when they put this together, they tried to do just the genealogies to show the time and and to see to show where the flood happens in time and space. And we're not going to get into, you know, was the days a thousand years in creation and all that. I mean, there's a whole can of worms, and you could spend a lifetime t searching this this particular piece of scripture. I believe. Yeah, these very first. Uh... Uh, Torah portions are so full of of speculation and yeah. and just flat out guessing and yeah, uh, but there's there's just so much there because it covers such a span of time so quickly that yeah. you know it can't it can't just give you every detail yeah 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 that's true so anyway that's a great resource and I believe um, at some point. I put a link to that in there, but I don't know why I don't have it, but uh, but I can provide a link. If you just Google, it's called Adam's uh, Biblical... Go what ahead. Was, what was Say the name that of word, Synchronological? <laughs> Synchronological is what it is. Yes. Adam's Synchronological Chart. Yep. Or, or, if you don't want to mess with that, get the book. Yes. So, either way. So I believe that's all we were going to say about uh, in the beginning. And, uh, you know, bottom line is go read it. Yes. Read it. Try to read it without uh, bias from us or anyone else. And you just try to discover it uh, on your own. And and, uh, and we just encourage you to continue to, to read these portions. Yep. And uh, have an open mind when you read it because uh, the world is going to tell you half of that stuff never happened. And yeah doesn't make sense try to so. work evolution into it you know and for a long time I, I was stuck on that i was real confused i was trying to work in evolution and what man said and i'm like oh my goodness i don't understand and finally i went i believe what the father gave me over man yeah even if it is very contrary and hard for me to understand or hard to wrap my mind around I believe his word has to be true over yeah. what man says. Right. Man has lied a lot, if you haven't noticed. Yes. 
So I've noticed. Yes, I have too. Well, this is uh, the end of uh, our very first talking, Torah talk. Torah talking talk. Torah. Talking Torah. Talking Torah. What did we just Talking Torah. <laughs> talking Torah. <laughs> talking Torah. So we appreciate you taking by, stopping by to take a look at Talking Torah with Sabbath Lounge. Thank you. Thanks.